Hey, listeners, welcome back to Behind the Service. I'm your host, Libby Bates. So today I wanted to talk about what it means to heal from trauma. I believe through my own experience that healing through trauma is when you think back to that traumatic event, it doesn't have the same effect on you. You know, God created us to be at peace with ourselves and with others and not to be in pieces. God heals us. He heals all of our circumstances, our depression, our anxiety. You know, the same power that raised Jesus from dead lives in us. It lives in all of us. And knowing that and working side by side with my creator who loves me, who is working for me, and it encourages me to continue to walk out what God has for my life. I'm not quite sure sometimes what that plan is but I'm always willing to learn and listen and to seek out. And that's what I've been trying to do is to seek out what God has for my life. One of the things that I've noticed that I'm more aware of in healing from my trauma is my feelings and my emotions. Because many times there's circumstances or situations that come up in our life, whether they're good or bad. You know, we as human beings, we attach emotions to situations or circumstances. And especially if you've experienced trauma in your life, you'll have emotions attached to situations. Now, some things can come up and trigger you, which is totally normal for somebody who has experienced trauma in their past. But being aware of those emotions and how they're coming up for you I believe makes you be in a better place because you're recognizing what, what is coming up for you at that time. So what I've been practicing with my mental health and emotions, and let me just clarify that while I talk about the struggles of mental health in my own personal life, it doesn't negate from others' experiences. And it also doesn't define who I am as an individual. I'm coming to you to just to talk to you about how I have been able to navigate through my healing journey and allowing you an insight into my life and what has worked for me. It might not work for other people, but it has worked for me. And I wanted to share that with you because I believe that there's power in sharing your story with others because it allows people the ability to speak about their trauma. You know, it's it's kind of taboo is you always want to talk about the positives and you never want to focus on negatives, which you can still turn negative stories into positive triumphs in your life. And I just want to reiterate that, that just because we're talking about depression and anxiety and PTSD and, and all of the things that all of us struggle with, you know, at some point in our lives, we go around and we deal with these emotions and it's how we walk through those and how we handle them and how we are able to bounce back even in the most challenging of times. And I have put my faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I am just encouraging you to also reach out to him if you are struggling. When situations do come up, you know, you may get triggered sometimes and that's totally normal. And what I've been doing is when I have an emotion or a situation 
come up, I'm evaluating what I'm feeling in my body. Like, what are the feelings that I'm feeling? And then I ask myself, why am I feeling this? And like, really get to the nitty gritty of like, why am I having this feeling right now? It can take a lot of time to process those feelings, but making sure that you're giving yourself enough time to process whatever emotions that you are feeling that's absolutely normal to have emotions. We as human beings um, have emotions. You know, there's a reason that God allows us to experience emotions because they're a window into our hearts, right? They're our compass for living. And if you have um, past traumas, it might take some time to process through that. And that's absolutely okay. I want you to give yourself grace. I give myself grace all the time. God gives me so much grace and I just thank him that he, he loves me so much to, to realize that I'm imperfect and human and I make mistakes and I try my darndest and he's always there to say, Hey, I got you. Don't worry about it. You're fine. So another thing that I'm recognized is I'm able to accept the feelings that I'm having without having to have somebody else validate those for me. How many times have you relied on the validation of others? You know, if it's not their duty, right? But it is our responsibility to release and dissect what our body is telling us. And another indication of healing through trauma is learning how to move out of the protective patterns that your brain is patterned for you to survive. Your brain patterns and puts up walls to protect itself. Our brain is a powerful organ and we can put up protective patterns to survive, but God doesn't want us to just survive. He wants us to thrive and to live an abundant life and fulfilled with love and support. And he wants us to have and do the things that he's created us to do. So one of the ways to break the pattern or cycle of unhealthy behaviors or unhealthy patterns is to set healthy boundaries for yourself and for others. That's so, so important. Boundaries can be so challenging for someone who's a people pleaser like myself. However, they're totally necessary. I believe that people pleasing is a survivor mechanism actually to avoid uncomfortable feelings, but uncomfortable is where you grow, right? In the uncomfortable moments, not in the place where you're comfortable in whatever anxiety that you may be struggling with. It may feel comfortable to stay there and not to do anything about it, but it's desperately needed to be able to work through that. Boundaries allow us to secure our perimeter, decide what we're okay with, what we're not okay with, what energy we're allowing into our space. And it might even feel strange putting them into place, but it's so life-giving. I promise you that. So boundaries allow us to teach others how to treat us. It's a necessary act of self-love. So setting boundaries can mean a number of things, right? We can talk about that on another episode if you'd like. Another way to know that you're healing through trauma is to know that you're getting better at regulating your emotions. You know, last week I talked about going and getting the stellate ganglion block to assist in the symptoms of my PTSD. And it has helped tremendously. It's had a number of positive effects. I haven't had any negative effects with it. I will say that, but it's assisted me in my emotional regulation. 
But here are some things that I've been practicing to assist me as well, besides going and getting that block done. So I do do breathing. I don't like, you know, spend a whole lot of time on breathing, but I do sit and breathe. I meditate and I read my Bible. The world of the internet is so amazing. (laughs) They have so many apps for so many different things, but there's a Bible app that you can get on your phone. And on that Bible app, you can look up any book in the Bible, any verse, you can go by topic, whatever you are searching for or looking for, you can go to the Bible and you will be able to find that answer there. One of the great things about that app is there are many different translations. So what I do is I'll go to a certain scripture, a passage, I'll read that passage, and then I'll go to a different version of the Bible and see if I can understand it just a little bit better. And that has really helped allow me to understand what God is saying to me and speaking to me and letting the Holy Spirit work in my life through the scripture. Another thing that I do is I do journaling. My my husband can attest to this. I'll sit and write out my thoughts. I'll make little notes. I'll have like a gazillion tabs open on my computer of things that I've written down or thoughts that I'd like to journal of feelings that I'm experiencing at that moment. Another thing that I do is I spend quality time with safe friends and family. I also attend church services. I watch a lot of online church because when I feel like I need words of life spoke over me, I just feel like that is the best way for me to be able to be in tune with what God is guiding me and telling me and helping me to reconcile the feelings that I may be feeling in that particular moment or help that I might need at that particular moment. And I pray, I ask for God to guide me, I help him to reconcile the feelings that I'm feeling to help me understand why I'm feeling them and then help hopefully give me some revelation and guidance. God doesn't answer our prayers right away, right? And today's world, we want answers immediately. Like you can Google something and find the answer right away, but sometimes God allows us to wait in that waiting period and that holding period in the middle of the struggle that you may be having. He'll help you find the answer, but it might not be the one that you want, right? But there is always an answer and he, if you are fervently going to him in prayer and asking for God to speak directly to you and just be, just talk to him just like I am with you right now. Like, God, I need help on this and I don't know where I'm supposed to go from here, what you want me to do, what would you would have me to do, but I want you to use me. I am your vessel, right? We are vessels of God and he is to use us in the way that he's created us to to, to be used, which is to be a light and love for other people. So going back to regulating emotions, when your emotions are in a state of dysregulation due to PTSD or trauma symptoms, there are some times where you're feeling like you're getting past a traumatic event. Something might trigger you. Like I said, it might send you back into a spiral. Now, when I have episodes like this, they're not frequent. But when I do have a triggering episode, it feels like I'm on a roller coaster. And note that I said feels like because emotions are feelings, but it feels like I'm on a roller coaster where you're going up and down and twisting and turning and all of that. But you know, healing is not linear. Um, So triggering, like you have, you experience a triggering emotion or a triggering event, that is your body's 
way of telling you that you need to be looking into it and processing whatever it is you might be experiencing at that time, but process it through the filter of absolute assurance that God loves you and that God is for you and not against you. You might even find that your trauma hits you differently one day to the next. What might throw you for a tailspin one day might not even affect you the next day or the next situation. I want you to give yourself grace and remember that it's all about the journey. It's not about the destination. Some other things that you can do to help with trauma healing is tapping, humming. I like to sing. I love to sing. I grew up in the church and sang in the church choir. I competed in choir competitions in school. And I just absolutely love that singing joyful noises unto the Lord and praising him even in the struggle, because that's where you find healing as well. Another thing that you can do is pet your animals, pet your dogs. We have three dogs. We just love our fur babies so, so much. And they're a huge part of our life. And I just feel like they really calm me down and regulate my nervous system. If I am feeling anxious one day. Um, there are many others that you can tap into in healthy ways to regulate your emotions. Besides the tapping, humming, singing, petting your dog, you can go for a walk, you can exercise. I mean, there's just so many ways. Another way that I can tell that I'm healing or that you're healing from trauma is you're connected to your authentic self more than the persona that you put on, right? This is me, people. This is who I am. I think big. I love deep. I love hard. I overanalyze. I'm an overanalyzer, which I don't love about myself, but it helps me to figure things out, I guess. But I love people and, and I love to be creative. I love to encourage people and to support people. I know that's one of the reasons why I believe God led me to start this podcast in the beginning was to be able to help people because I love to help people. And I know that about myself and I love to create and I love to be able to use the gifts that God's giving me to be able to support and create and help other people. So if you find things that you know that you're good at, um, tap into those because I believe that those will help you in your journey as well. You know, I like to ask my husband for an opinion or advice on things. And I had told him that what we were talking about today. And this is what he told me. If you can't be true to yourself, then you can't be true to others. And that really resonated with me because, well, if we can't be true to ourselves, right? If we don't speak good words to ourselves, how are we ever going to be able to speak good words to other people? So one of the other things that I've been able to evaluate is the coping strategies that I've been utilizing over the years. And if you've listened to any of the prior episodes that I've done with other hosts, you've heard me talk about how I struggle with alcohol addiction. And I was drinking a lot. This has probably been 2015, I would say, when I was really struggling with alcohol and um, learning to or not learning to cope, but that was my coping strategy. So what I'm recognizing now, what is it, 2022? So that's seven years ago. People are used to the old version of me. It's definitely interesting to be able to spend time with people who 
you were in that season with, and then you're in a totally different season than they are now, and they're still there. And they're not really vibing with the person that you are now. That is one way I know that I'm growing is that I can be okay and comfortable with no alcohol and still have a good time and not feel like I need to have that as a coping strategy to whatever suffice some kind of anxiety or something that are peer pressure maybe, but knowing that that I am secure in who I am and who I am now and not go back to that old version of me. And if there are people in your life that are pulling you in the direction of an old version of you that has already grown out of that, maybe reevaluate who you're spending your time with. So those are another ways that I have been able to recognize that I am healing. And I love that. I love to share these victories with all of you because it is victories when you see the milestones that you've come in your walk with not only the Lord and your knowledge and understanding of his love for you, but also the work that you've put in and knowing that you can get through whatever it is that you can get through and that you're taking the time to address whatever is causing you pain and walking confidently in God's love in spite of that and in spite of any feelings that we may have. So that is another way in which I'm recognizing that I'm healing and I love that. So I'm going to celebrate that victory. I hope you'll celebrate it with me. What are some victories that you can celebrate for your life today? I want you to think about it and write it down if you would. And then if you want to share it with us, go to our Behind the Service podcast at gmail.com or go to our social medias at Behind the Service and share those with us. What are some victories that you are realizing in your healing journey that have helped you or that might help other people? Share those with us. And we'd love to be able to hear those and share those out with our listeners as well. I like to share scripture in the episodes. It is a way for me to be able to share what I've learned throughout the week or what is a scripture that is just really speaking to me and has really helped me in my journey. I don't do this to push religion on people. I want it to be about a relationship with Jesus Christ and about the relationship that I share with him. And I just want to share that love with all of you. It also shows you, the listeners, how scriptures transform my mind, my heart, and ultimately my life. You know, God is greater than all of our circumstances, all of our trials, all of our anxiety, all of the trauma. He gives us power to live courageously and boldly and fearlessly in this life. When many of the things that surround us would tell us to be afraid, you know, it's uncomfortable for me to talk about. Um, certain aspects of my life. And some people may even argue that I share too much or I'm not protecting myself. Um, Here's the thing. There is power. There is healing in talking about struggles. There is healing, not only for me, but there's healing for other people because it helps people realize that, gosh, you know, maybe life isn't so challenging and if she's struggling with that, or if he's struggling with that, then it's okay if I say I'm struggling with this, because isn't that the point anyway, when we talk about mental health and mental health struggles within our military community, with the veterans and spouses and their families is 
being able to talk about what is real, what is true for us and what is happening and knowing that there is support there, that um, we're not alone, that there is help for other people and there are ways in which you can navigate through the trials of life and the things that might overwhelm you. You know, like the stellate ganglion block. I wouldn't have known about a stellate ganglion block had I not even been working on this podcast. If I don't research for myself and I don't see what are the benefits of a procedure like this and what are the ways in which it can help other people or some of these other ways in which you can navigate your trauma and heal from your trauma. So all that stuff on your mind, give it to him. Again, replace your fearful thoughts with words of truth and speak words of life and truth over what God says about you. One of the scriptures that I would like to share today is from 2 Timothy 1.7, and it says, For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And then Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Those scriptures really speak to me because I am fearful of being vulnerable with all of you, right? That there's a fear in me of being vulnerable because I'm thinking, man, are they going to think that I'm not okay? As a believer in Jesus Christ, I chose the truths of what God speaks about me and over my life. And I want to speak words of encouragement over your life. You are a gift to this world, and he knew you before you were even born. And with that, listeners, I pray that this speaks to someone who may be struggling with their own healing. Remember, speak words of life over yourself. Be patient with yourself and others and never give up. You got this. And with that, I'll talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a great day.